Hi everyone, this is Scott Let's Welcome to another Sermon of the Week. Today's sermon, we are going to be talking about um, real revival, the return of Jesus Christ. Um, as I grew up um, in the church and the Pentecostal churches um, in the Assemblies of God, there was talk about revival. There was a lot of talk about revival. And even though I think there have been many revivals, small revivals, I would say that this is not the that the these revivals are not the revival that people have predicted will come. Many claim that the that there will be a big revival before the Christ, Jesus Christ comes before the rapture comes. But um what I see mostly is a great falling away. People um Christians uh following their own path, Christians following false preachers and teachers and just going along with whatever they hear if it sounds good to them um they're looking for other alternatives um other than the bible um so they're trying to find different solutions to their issues without looking into the bible and um they don't think the bible is enough anymore some people don't even some christians don't even believe in satan anymore some say christians don't believe they're sinners anymore which is a blatant lie because we still are sinners. Um, believers are bored with the Bible. They're bored with, with Christianity. They, they're seeking something more. And so there's more of a falling away. Hearts are hardened. Um, and, uh, and the world sees this. Uh, the church is trying to be more and more worldly instead of more um, looking towards the cross instead of looking towards Jesus Christ. They are trying to um, blend in with the world. And that, and I got news for you. If you are born again Christian, then you are no longer of this world. So therefore, you will never blend with the world, okay? But because of all this, because of all that's going on, because of the great falling away, and because hearts are cold, and um, and people are more interested in following false teachers and prophets, and even even um, thinking that some cults are are um, full born again believers. If they were full born again believers, how come they're just not focusing on the current church and on the Bible and Jesus Christ as their savior? That's my question to you. Um, so a worldwide uh, revival will never happen um, because God does not want human beings to be the ones to be responsible for this revival. Because if we are, then we'll just be proud of ourselves. We'll have pride. We'll just um, we'll just walk around like we're we're something special, and we and God will no longer be a part of this uh, beautiful thing that has happened. But here's good news for you. Um, when revival does happen, it will be during the thousand-year reign of Jesus Christ. Okay, because Jesus, when he comes back to the earth to rule, over, rule for a thousand years during the millennial period, and even in the new heaven and new earth, um, there this will be the ultimate worldwide revival that everyone is waiting for okay so when jesus christ 
takes the throne of the earth. So let's go ahead and start by reading Revelation 19, 11 through 21, then Revelation 20 through 1 through 6. And let's um, just listen to some scripture a little bit. The heavenly warrior defeats the beast. I saw heaven standing open, and there before me was a white horse, whose rider is called Faithful and True. With justice he judges and wages war. His eyes are like blazing fire, and on his head are many crowns. He has a name written on him, and that that no one knows but he, he himself. He is dressed in a robe dipped in blood, and his name is Word is the word of God. The armies of heaven were following him, riding on white horses and dressed in fine linen. White and clean, coming out of his mouth, is a sharp sword with which is to strike down the nations. He will rule them with an iron scepter. He treads the winepress of the fury of the wrath of God Almighty. On his robe and on his thigh, he has the name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And I saw an angel standing in the sun, who cried out, cried in a loud voice to all the birds flying in midair, Come, gather together to the great supper of God, so that you may eat the flesh of kings, generals, and mighty, and mighty, and the mighty, of horses and their riders, and the flesh of all the people, free and slave, great and small. Then I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to wage war against the rider on, on the horse and his army. But the beast was captured, and with, with it the false prophet who had performed the signs on its behalf. With these signs he had deluded those who had received the mark of the beast and worshipped its image. The two of them were thrown alive into the fiery lake of burning sulfur. The rest were killed with the sword coming out of the mouth of the rider on the horse, and all the birds gorged themselves on their flesh. Okay, I know that sounds pretty gory, but let's keep reading. And I saw an angel coming down out of heaven, having the key to the abyss and holding in his hand a great chain. He seized the dragon, that ancient serpent, who is the devil, or Satan, and bound him for a thousand years. He threw him into the abyss and locked and sealed it over the him, to keep him from deceiving the nations any more until the thousand years had ended. After that, he, he must be set free for a short time. I saw thrones on which were seated those who had been given authority to judge, and I saw the souls of those who were who had been beheaded because of their testimony about Jesus and because of the word of God. They had not worshipped the beast or its image and had not received its mark on their foreheads or their hands. They came to life and reigned with Christ a thousand years. The rest of the dead did not come to life until the thousand years were ended. This is a first resurrection. Blessed and holy are those who share in the first resurrection. The second death has no power over them, but they will be priests of God and of Christ and will reign with him for a thousand years. Okay. Um, when Jesus comes back, uh, when the Jews finally realize that it's Jesus who is their Messiah and they cry out to him, because they are about to be destroyed by the Antichrist and his armies. Um, 
Jesus will come back and he will be, come back with all the armies and power of heaven behind him. And, um, and during the, re- the, then he will take the throne of the earth and rule for a thousand years. During those thousand years, there will be peace. There will be, um, there will be uh, healings. People will be healed. They, in fact, they won't be sick anymore if they, if they turn to God, if they turn to Jesus, because they'll still have to repent of their sins during that time. Um, there will be no war. No famine. Everything that we, we go through in this in our current world will not be there during the thousand year reign of Jesus Christ. So um so the scripture promises that um this time you, you could look at this as a revival. You can look at this time as revival because Jesus will come back and he will take the throne of the earth. And therefore, we will all be um, restored, and and um, and therefore, uh, this will be the ultimate revival that everyone is thinking of, because Jesus is going to come back and and um, conquer evil. Satan will be put in the abyss. The Antichrist and the and the false prophet will be thrown into the lake of fire, and um, well. Of course, you all know, most of us already know that the abyss is hell, okay? So, um, as a result, this will bring revival. Now, there are some who will not follow Christ, even when Christ reigns on the earth for a thousand years. And those are the only ones who will, who will die during this time. Um, and uh, they are the only ones who will, um, who will turn against God. Christ at the end of the millennium age and when um, Satan is released from his prison. Right now, we are going through a dark time, but let the, the prophecies of Christ return and the rapture inspire you. Let all this remind you that God has a plan that cannot fail. So when the pre- persecuted number, remember that God cannot fail and God will not be defeated. In this time of darkness, let God's promises be our hope and our light. Trust in the Lord for victory in Jesus, for Jesus is for sure. Nothing can stop God and his plans. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Lord Jesus, I just praise you. I thank you for everything. Thank you that you, Lord, are coming back soon. And we look forward to that day where we will be with you in heaven and where where we will rejoice at the end of the tyranny of Satan and sin. We ask that you be with us, Lord, watch over us, and help us to realize that you are when you come, you will bring true revival. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.